You're listening to Healthy AF Podcast, discussing all things strength, nutrition, and performance. We help people improve performance, reduce injury, and move better. And now, here are your hosts, Dave Howington and Corey Lehman. Welcome back, everybody. I am Corey alongside Dave. Dave, what are we up to today? So, Corey, you sent out an email. And, you know, every now and then I read those emails that you blast out to everybody. But this one kind of caught me. That I think would be kind of a fun one to talk about. And that was the idea of posture and what is good posture and does good or perfect posture actually exist? Yeah, and we're sort of all programmed in our head to have good posture, right? Because our parents either yelled at us at the dinner table or we got criticized for slouching. And now it's like standard. You got to pull your shoulders back, you got to stand up straight. And um, for some reason, we really care about posture. Yeah, and I think, you know, like there is something to be said about understanding posture and, you know, having awareness of your posture. Um, But at the same time, too, I think we also need to distill the idea with posture and just in movement in general, the idea of dysfunction versus function. Uh, I kind of remove, I'm starting to work on removing dysfunction from my vocabulary. Um, And what I'm learning is the human body uses multiple different strategies to move. And so people have either limited strategies which we would typically call dysfunction or they have a variety of strategies which we call we would call functional right so either you so it's same thing with posture either you have one posture that you can access or you have a variety of postures that you can get into and get out of yeah and so when we talk about like what is good posture i always think context is such an important question to answer because it's like in the let's just say technology space and you work on a computer all day well Maybe rounded shoulders and a forward head posture is advantageous to help you assume that seated position and focus, you know, on the screen. Yeah, and I think it's not quite the answer you people are looking for, but two of the quotes I like, um, one is the best posture is the one that you're not in, right? So you should, so maybe you're slouching sometimes, well then maybe you should adjust your position and sit up a little bit straighter. And by doing so, start to present to your body different strategies of static posture. Or um, the other quote, which this one gets a little bit more nuanced, is the best posture is the one that you're able to breathe effectively in. So I think a breath cycle has a lot to do with our posture. Um, actually, funny or not, uh, believe it or not, I was talking to one of our orthodont- uh, an orthodontist, and he was talking about how a lot of the forward head, po- head posture is driven by people not breathing through their nose properly. So when they breathe, they try to, they're also almost like their body is instinctively, subconsciously reaching for that air through their head, driving that forward head posture instead of just breathing through the depths of their nose. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about that on our last podcast episode with the nervous system, how yeah. dysfunctional breathing patterns can affect your posture. And so um, I love that idea, though, on the first quote that, you know, the best posture is the one that you're not in currently, because we need to start thinking about posture, not so much as like a static uh, perfection where, you know, you kind of have this military stance of shoulders back, head back, um, core engaged, but rather, you know, appropriate posture is being able to assume multiple positions, move in different directions. And ultimately our body is made for movement, not to just hold a standstill position. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and to your point too, I think it depends on the context of the activity that's in front of you, right? So posture is going to depend upon that as well, not just the position that I'm currently in. Yeah. You know, one example, um, 
Because in the fitness industry, we've been telling people for a long time, oh, you have rounded shoulders. That means that your muscles are too strong on the front and too weak on the back. So you need to do more pulling exercises and less uh, pressing or reaching exercises. And um, it's not really quite like that. I mean, it could be like that, but I like to give this example of the gymnast and the rock climber or the rower. I said, if you ever look at like a professional rock climber or uh, somebody who does a lot of rowing, you're going to notice that they have a pretty hunched over posture. They typically have those rounded shoulders because their body has adapted um, to that stimulus and they're, act they're actually really, really strong in their pulling muscles, their back muscles. So theoretically, by the old train of thought that if your back is strong, your posture is perfect, theoretically, they should have quote unquote perfect uh, military posture. Whereas a gymnast um, typically is stands very erect, very upright. Um, but I can guarantee you that the, the reality that that gymnast can, um, you know, has stronger back muscles. It's not that the gymnast doesn't have strong back muscles, uh, but stronger than maybe a professional rock climber who literally all they do all day is just pull themselves up. Um, it's unlikely. And so we see that it's not necessarily some of the, the, the status quo things that, hey, how do you improve your posture? How do you make it better? It, it sort of falls apart when you look at a couple of real life examples. Yeah, I think a lot of times too, rather than focusing to on the static aspect, we should be looking at how well is this person just moving? How many strategies of movement do they have? How well does this person even breathe? I think those are a lot more important to me than their posture. Um, one thing I learned, I was at a course um, and the instructor, like someone asked the question about posture and the instructor told everybody, okay, I want you to sit up as straight as you can straight as an arrow and just sit up for as long as possible in that position and how long can you sit like that until you start getting uncomfortable by and the way dave and i here have like perfect posture ever since he said that we sat straight up <laughs> just to work on it well and but to his point you know so yeah we did start sitting straight up me i was kind of just kind of experimenting with what he was talking about but to his point he was basically trying to make was that you can sit up like that but eventually your muscles start getting sore because to sit in that posture, there's muscles that have to flex and muscles that have to tense to get you into that posture. And what's eventually going to happen is those muscles will start getting cut off from oxygen because they're tensing up to keep that posture. So to his point, you know, there's not really a perfect static posture you should be in, but you should assume different postures throughout the day, different positions, and just give your body a variety of strategies to use. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit though about like, why it might be important to offset some of the um, some of the positions that your body is in, like because I don't want to I don't want to act like um, having forward shoulders is a great thing. Again, it's contextual. Like if you sit at a desk all day long and you have rounded shoulders and you've noticed that you have impingement now in your shoulder, pain in your shoulder, pain in your neck, well yeah, it's probably time to start um, addressing that and working kind of the reverse posture of, of whatever you're typically in during your workday. So I think that's kind of the flip side yeah. of it. Again, I think context is huge. 
And I think, again, it comes back to the idea that the best posture is the one that you're not in. And so what you're saying with like the gymnast or the rower, your body adapts to the position that you're in. And if you're not giving yourself a variety of strategies to get out of that position, for lack of a better term, you get stuck in that position. So if I'm sitting at a desk all day and I get stuck in that forward head posture, that forward neck posture, then it, all of a sudden I start to limit the movement, the movement strategies that my body can adapt. I mean, if you ever try, just do this as an experiment. Stick your head really far out. If you're not dri- if you're not driving, do this. If you're driving, <laughs> I don't recommend this. But stick your head really far out, round your shoulders as much as you can, and then try to lift your arms up overhead. Right now, I'm not getting very high, and I'm kind of over-exaggerating. So then now sit up as tall as you can, pull your shoulders back, and lift your arm up overhead, and you see how much higher you get, right? So all of a sudden, just when we're talking about lifting my arm up overhead in that strategy of movement, by adopting the strategy of sitting up taller, I'm able to get my arm much further overhead. And so again, it's not, just, it's not necessarily about one posture bad or good, it's about trying to make sure that you give yourself different postures to work out of so that your body can start to expand and start to become, I guess, more human, if you will. Yeah, and I think, you know, in our culture, in our society, we tend to um, read people's body language too. So I think one of the reasons maybe we've kind of um, become obsessed or defaulted to this upright posture is um, maybe the energy or the vibe or the message. Right, it exudes confidence. So in that sense, I, I understand that, you know, there is an importance to be able to get to that posture. I think it's just to your point, Dave, of saying, um, you know, when you're holding that position, um, those muscles are flexing and, and at some point, you know, oxygen is being cut off. So the important thing to remember is you have to keep moving in and out of that position. Absolutely. And I think that's the key is movement is it, the key. Or as Corey always says, motion is lotion. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, and even just give this an example, too, is like we have standing desks in our office and we tease Corey about it, but sometimes he'll be standing at his desk and then on next thing you know he'll be sitting slouching on the couch and it's not like to say one is better or one is worse but he's giving himself a variety of positions to sit in to stand in just so that way he's not getting stuck in one position yeah so to give you guys some maybe practical advice and steps um obviously it's going to be different for everybody but um the big thing is think about what are the opposite patterns of what you're normally in if you're normally um, all flexed and hunched over, then think about how you can get in more extended based postures. Um, if you're constantly on your feet, um, know that sitting down is, again, not necessarily a bad thing. That's why some of these overarching universal uh, sweeping statements about, oh, this is good or this is bad, really isn't applicable um, to every case. It really depends on who you are. But you got to think, at the end of the day, mix it up and change position. Absolutely. So there you go. Like for, especially for a, like another thing too, is like for someone like me, I'm on my feet a lot. So I actually even not only change my position a lot, I'll try to change my footwear a lot. Yeah. I like that. Go barefoot too. When you're at home, if you can, if you can tolerate it. We used to train here barefoot. That wasn't very professional though. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not good to train your clients without shoes. We've changed a lot of things. We've gotten smarter. So it's been a while. Sorry to all those people who started with us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, um, think about that. Apply it to your life. Um, remember, static posture is um, is not perfect. 
what's really the best type of posture is one that accommodates multiple movements and allows you to do what you need to do pain-free. So until next time, stay healthy AF. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Healthy AF Podcast, where we help athletes and adults move, perform, and live better. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to go ahead and click that button right now. And if you found value in this episode, we'd love if you would do us a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. We'll see you on the next show.